Welcome to the latest edition of the Buff Zone podcast. I'm Brian Howell and joined on Zoom by Pat Rooney. How are you, Pat? Good, Brian. A little change in the dynamic here uh, for basketball season where I am home and you are on the road. I know what's going on with this. It's usually the opposite. But um, yeah, I am in Las Vegas for the uh, Pac-12 Women's Basketball Tournament, uh, which as we do this around 10 a.m. on Wednesday, um, is about to start here in a couple of hours. So, um, but you know, I previewed that uh, in a podcast with Jalen Sherrod earlier this week, and uh, on this one, we're just going to talk some men's basketball. And you're going on the road later this week in Salt Lake City. Um, so let's kind of uh, you know talk about the men, Pat, and uh, you know one game left in the regular season. And um, before we get onto that, I have to ask you, we, you know, we got to go back to the Arizona game because yeah, um, I, you know, I was. I was not there. Um, I was there earlier in the day for the women's game and left to go to my son's basketball game. And, you know, I- I'm glad I saw my son. But as I was watching, I was like, man, that would have been a cool atmosphere. Tell me what it was like from your perspective. Uh, yeah, it was a, a cer- certainly a fun evening. Um, and, you know, the fact that they wound up winning kind of so handily, I mean, that wasn't a route or anything but it didn't come down to the last possession uh you know of the minute and a half left you can kind of tell this was in the can and uh you know just the excitement building you know it started with evan batty's senior day ceremony uh, before the game uh we saw a team that really responded from playing you know let's face it poorly two nights earlier against arizona state and uh they came out with, uh, you know, all sorts of fight and grit that was missing against the Sun Devils um, and, 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 you know, re- really put it all together. And you can just kind of feel the excitement kind of bubbling up throughout uh, the game. And obviously the final seconds ticked away. And uh, what a scene there at the event center. Definitely a memorable one for sure. Yeah, you know, and I was thinking about Evan Batty and, you know, he's been such a great, uh, you know, senior for the Buffs and, you know, he's been such a great you know ambassador for this program, you know. Last year, he was really, you know, sad about, you know, uh, you know McKinley and Deshaun and, and the guys he came in with were, were graduating. And uh, it would have been cool. You know, those guys didn't get a real senior day, right? But you know, it would have been cool to see if they all had that together. But I don't know about you, and you're closer to it than I am, but I thought it was completely fitting that Evan got that moment kind of on his own. Yeah, if any one guy I think would represent the, uh, the the whole group, Evan certainly would be, uh, you know, a very astute choice. Uh, he's just kind of meant so much to the program. Uh, you know, I've written so much about him over the, you know, the the five seasons that he's he's been in, in Boulder, um, gotten to know his mom and just just a little bit, and uh, uh, it's just been great to, you know, kind of follow his career. And you're right, you know, his senior day, the post game speech um was was fantastic um i made my kids watch it the next morning and my my five and a half year old goes she just remarks he looks strong (laughs) (laughs) and uh i was like if only she knew the half of it um but what a career and uh what a great finish still some work to do uh you know they're they're in pretty decent shape to still maybe uh despite all the inconsistencies throughout the year still maybe nam the number 4 spot for the Pac-12 tournament next week and and then uh the the a first round bye that comes with that yeah so a good segue to that cuz that's what I want to talk about next is you know what they kind of have to do and it's sort of uh a little simpler today than it was even going into yesterday after you know Arizona got a big win against USC last night 
Um, uh, as far as I know, Pat, tell me if I'm wrong, but the Buffs are basically, they're either the four or the five at this point. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, you know, because they can't, they have the tiebreakers against the Washingtons, you know, if it came down to that. Um, and uh, that win against Arizona kind of, you know, did uh, wonders on that front, um, you know, kind of gave them an edge against, you know, there's a scenario even where the Buffs and Oregon and Washington State and Washington could all finish 11 and nine, but Colorado would still get the the fourth seed out of that because uh, every in that scenario, every single one of those teams would have split against each other. And Colorado's win against Arizona would, would kind of give them the edge for that, that last top four spot. So uh, the easiest way is to beat Utah and hope Oregon loses one game. Um, they have a season ending trip through Washington this weekend. Um, and so lose one game against Washington or, or Washington state with a buffs win. Uh, and that'll do it. Yeah. And, and wouldn't that, wouldn't that be amazing uh, for this team? You, you know, like you said, the way things have kind of, it's been sort of rocky at times this season, but for them to get a top four seed in this tournament, uh, that would be kind of amazing for this group, I think. Yeah, pretty impressive. I mean, anyone that watched them in in, in November, early December, um, they've come a long way. You know, even in their defeats, they they're they're you know a much different basketball team than they were in, uh, at, at that stage of the year. You know, they 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 didn't play that great in those three games uh, at the Paradise Jam, um, losing to Southern Illinois. They they bounced back and, and won a couple down the wire games against Duquesne and, and Brown. Uh, they came home and defeated Stanford, but, you know, a lot of December, um, the, you know, the basketball wasn't great. They're playing much better basketball now. They've, they've grown up a little bit, and they've done this despite a few injuries. Obviously, Elijah Parquet getting sidelined was a, a big loss for this team, the only other senior besides Evan Batty in the rotation. And uh, uh, But every step away, they've kind of responded. You know, they, they've had their hiccups. That's the thing with this young and inexperienced team. They've um, you know, every time you, they, you feel like they've rounded a corner, uh, they have a game like they did against Arizona State last week. But, um, you know, I like I, I think they'll respond once again. I think they'll finish strong against Utah and we'll see what happens next week. Um, you know, I think Buffs certainly qualify as a, a team uh, that no, no one wants to run into if they're playing well. Um, now that four or five seed will mean that they get Arizona again, presumably in the semifinals, obviously it'll be tough to take them out again. Um, but, you know, certainly would like their first round matchup, um, whoever that is, um, whether they're the four or the five, but obviously, uh, four makes it a little bit easier, one step closer to getting on a hot streak. Yeah. You know, and actually, as I look at it, um, <laughs> it's sort of the difference what I look at is, is they're more likely to play, being that 4-5, uh, they're pretty likely to play Oregon in that quarterfinal matchup. So it's basically, do you play Oregon State first or not? You know, to me, that's right. how I look at it. You either get that first-round game uh, as the five-seed against Oregon State, or you get to rest while Oregon plays Oregon State. So um, I know other scenarios could happen to mess that up, but um, that's the way I look at it, uh, at least with this Buffs team. Uh, that's what's likely to happen. Um, you know, and and Seager's done a good job. I mean, you and I have talked about from back in November that this would be a team that's better, you know, going into March than they are in November and December. And I think we've seen that. Yeah, I mean, that's the plan when you have a, a young team and you always hope that comes to fruition. But uh, they've done a good job of doing that. You know, it reminds me, they're, they're 
they have a good chance of landing in the NIT. You know, I still think it's it's obviously still going to take, uh, you know, probably a run to the tournament championship uh, to, to get in the NCAA tournament. You know, I don't think they're going to have quite the oomph to get in, even if they, they, they win a few games here, um, you know, at Utah and, and maybe one, at least one in, in Las Vegas. You know, I still think that puts them in the NIT. Reminds me a lot of the uh, uh, the eighteen nineteen team um, that that kind of came on strong and had a little bit of a run in the NIT. Uh, would be the sophomore year for like McKinley Wright and Deshaun Schwartz and Tyler. You know, those guys, Tyler Bay. Um, they, they they came on strong, had a hot streak down the stretch. They got to the Pac twelve semifinals, um, and they got a lot better as the season went on. You know, I remember there. Uh, you know, their non-conference multi-team tournament in, in Hawaii, they, they played awful. It was a, just, a, you know, and you, you started to wonder if this uh, group was going to be able to turn a corner, uh, and they did, and they finished strong. You know, this team reminds me of that one a little bit in the way they've been able to get better as the season's gone on. Yeah, and the Buffs, they've really improved their net ranking uh, recently. They're up to 75. They were uh, in the low 90s not too long ago, so uh, they've jumped quite a bit in the net. You know, everybody always asks about NCAA tournament because that's the big thing. Um, and so, Pat, I, I uh, prepared you for this question, but um, I did have a fan ask me this. And so I'm going to put it to you because I know you watch it closer than I do. This fan asked me, how is it that Michigan, Indiana, and Rutgers are all projected to be in, but Colorado's not? You know, these are four teams that seem to have somewhat similar resumes. And, you know, Rutgers is actually – Six spots lower than the Buffs in the net, yet in ESPN's bracketology, they got uh, you know Rutgers getting in and Colorado, you know, nowhere even mentioned. I know Rutgers has a lot of top twenty-five wins, and maybe that's the difference. But um, what's your thought as you think about those four teams compared to each other? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> you know that's uh, that's kind of a jumbled mess right there. Uh, yeah, it's I, a lot of teams, a lot of information, but yeah. Um, you know, the easiest answer, you know, Indiana's strength of schedule has been pretty good. Uh, they have no losses in quad three or four, I believe. Um, and, you know, until Arizona, let's face it, the bus didn't really have that that signature win. And I know Arizona State is hot right now, but that loss really hurt them. Um, you know, so that combination of, of bad losses and, um, you know, really no signature wins until this past weekend has kind of – push the buffs behind the curve a little bit, but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, there's no good, you're always going to be able to find those kind of teams. It's like, why is this one here? I mean, Rutgers is below. I, I still don't know that they're an NCAA tournament team. Um, you know, they're three and two in, in quad three, three and four in quad two. I think the buffs do have a better resume than, than Rutgers at this point. So I, you know, some of those online bracketologies you have to take with a grain of salt. Right. Um, I, you know, those, uh, you'll take them with their, their, their projections a little bit. Um, but I think at this stage, I don't think Rutgers would be in right now. So, um, you know, the bus can make a run, you know, if they get, if they can get to the title game, that would include another win against Arizona. Uh, then maybe it gets interesting, you know, it's, you know, assuming they, they, they win at Utah um, and then can, you know, pull, if they pull off another upset in Las Vegas, if they get to the championship game um, and even then, you know, if they wind up losing it, um, you know, depending who they play, you know, if, if it's like a matchup against one of the LA schools, uh, then, you know, 
then it gets pretty interesting for the bus because then you have two wins against Arizona. But, you know, right now I think they're slotted about where they should be. Um, I don't think Rutgers, as one example, would, would get in ahead right now. Yeah, I, I, and for Rutgers, I think they had that like four-game stretch where they beat top 25 teams <laughs> four games in a row, and that, that's probably yeah. what vaulted them. But, you know, they as I look at them now, they've lost three in a row since then and have to go to Indiana tonight. So, and you got to remember, like the Big Ten for you know, as a collective, they're they're net, and you know, besides just the AP rankings, there's more of those opportunities in the Big Ten than there is in the Pac-12. Let's face it; it's um, after after the two Los Angeles schools and, and Arizona. Um, you know, there's Oregon, and, and you know, there's a kind of a lot of okay teams that have been inconsistent, like Oregon and the Buffs. Uh, you know, Stanford at one point was hot, but they're really slumping down the stretch. Uh, you know, same with the Washington teams have both been kind of up and down. So, uh, you know, the, the, those strength of schedule metrics uh, definitely will tilt favorably to, uh, you know, the Big Ten versus the Pac-12 this season. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, you know, really, to me, bottom line with this Buffs team is just keep playing well and then just see what happens, right? I mean, you, you may not make that tournament run, but keep playing like they are, and maybe they make a tournament run in Vegas next week. And uh, you put themselves in a chance to be in that conversation on Selection Sunday. But either way, I think this is a team that uh, can go to the NIT and make a run there. And that's not the worst thing for this program. Yeah, you know, I I know fans. uh, I asked Tad about this after the game the other day about, you know, do you, you know, think about, you know, regrets, you know, that Arizona State game. Maybe one or two of the others along the way. If you get them, this is a different conversation right now. You know, he he kind of stuck to the script about, you know, can't do anything about it. Just got to, you know, keep plugging forward and, you know, totally get that. But, man, even if they pick up that win against Arizona State and you're, you know, on a long winning streak at this point and you can take care of business against Utah, I mean, you go into the Pac-12 tournament as hot as anyone in the league. Um, but uh, obviously can't. Do anything about that now, uh, as uh, you know, Coach Boyle said. But I think they'll go to Utah and show well. I mean, if they get a win there, you know, I still feel like, you know, Oregon sweeping on the road might be a tall task for them. Um, and then you know, you, you have a chance to land that number four spot, get a little more rest. You know, that might come into play next week as well. The Buffs getting this, uh, you know, they had kind of a normal week last week. Um, only have to play one game this week. A lot of these teams are playing three games this week. Um, you know, some of them are just playing the two, but all of them, uh, you know, between last week and this week are having a heavier workload than the Buffs. Now, you know, will it make a difference? I don't know. I, I you know, I personally think sometimes that stuff gets overblown a little bit, um, um, you know, but it certainly can't hurt the Buffs, you know, if they catch a team maybe with tired legs one night in Las Vegas. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with you. And you'll know, kind of see what happens there. So let, let's real quick talk about this last game. Against Utah, they have to go to Salt Lake City on Saturday. Uh, you know, you'll be there. Um, Utah has not been very good in the conference this season, but you know, it was just a five-point game in Boulder. You know, a couple weeks ago. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this game and what Steve has to do to beat the Utes? Yeah, I think one thing that'll come out of that Arizona State loss last week was maybe you know, kind of maybe a little wake-up call to to these guys. You know, they had a little momentum. They, uh, you know, had, had been playing well. Now that they were back home after the winning streak on the road, I, I don't know. In, in hindsight, maybe feels like they thought it would come maybe a little bit easier because they were at home now and, and had been playing well instead of, uh, 
you know, maybe they, they, they lost the edge that they'd been playing with uh, the week before on the road. Um, so I, you know, I think they'll kind of maintain, you know, the energy and the effort and all, you know, all those kind of intangibles uh, that we saw from one game to the next. I, I, I think they'll bring that to what we saw against Arizona, you know, to the table against Utah. They're going to have to be good early. You know, Utah, um, these matchups are always tough. And, you know, we talked about this the last time the bus played Utah. It was a tight game, but, you know, unlike, you know, Oregon state, for instance, uh, Utah has had a number of really close losses. Uh, they had one, last week against uh, Arizona state at home um, losing by two. Uh, they've had a number of games like that along the way uh, bus game being one of them, um, you know, lost by three against Oregon uh, lost in double overtime against Washington. Uh, so they've had a number of, uh, you know, really close defeats along the way. They've been pretty competitive. Um, I know the record isn't there. They're, they're, they're kind of finding ways to, to lose at the end of games. Uh, hence the four and 15 conference record, but uh, certainly a matchup uh, that is almost always tight between these teams. But uh, I, you know, like I said, I think the ASU game will provide a bit of a wake up call for the buffs. Um, they know they have something to play for, you know, if they, if they win, the chances are pretty decent that they'll uh, get a number four seed next week. So, um, and you know, like I said, another day of rest when, whenever you know, all their rivals have been kind of, you know, plugging away a little harder these last two weeks. So I think they'll play well. I think they have to weather Utah's energy early. Um, you know, it's going to be their senior day and, um, you know, certainly they'll be looking to go out with a win at home. Um, you know, much like the game at Stanford, I, you know, I, I said the same thing. I was on a radio show that day and kind of said the same thing. And uh, that sort of played out a little bit. Stanford had a really good start, but the Buffs settled in, started playing a little bit better defense uh, and eventually kind of won going away in the second half. I think that's a good blueprint for this team uh, to, you know, to follow at Utah on Saturday because I think that'll be a team that, that comes out with a lot of energy themselves um, looking to go out on a winning note at home. Yeah, and, you know, your two point about uh, Utah, three and five in their last eight games and uh, four of those five losses by five or less. Uh, the only time yeah. they got blown out was Arizona at home. So, yeah, the youth are playing better basketball, but, um, you know, the Buffs, you know, there, there's so much on the line for them. Uh, great opportunity. One last question for you. Who plays point guard for the Buffs on Saturday? You know, I, I have a, a feeling, I, you know, no one's ever hasn't said anything, um, but I have a feeling we go back to Keyshawn Bartholomew uh, starting. I don't know that for sure. Um, it's, it's just a hunch. You know, I think he responded really well. Uh, I just wrote a story yesterday about this. Uh, I thought he responded really well. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's had Boyle said afterward, he was, you know, maybe, challenging Keyshawn a little bit after a poor game against Arizona State. Didn't want to blame the, the, the loss on, on Bartholomew for sure. It was clear about that. But, you know, I think, you know, the phrase he used was rattle, rattle the cage a little bit. And, uh, you know, all those guys responded, all three of those guys that, that kind of played the point spot, uh, Keyshawn Bartholomew and then the two freshmen, KJ Simpson and Julian Hammond, who got his first career start. Uh, you know, they all played well and I think really responded to the challenge. But I think down the stretch, I think on the road, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, the challenge responded by Keyshawn Barthelme. I think we'll see him back in the starting lineup, but uh, we'll see what happens on Saturday night. Yeah, and I think the nice thing for the Buffs is they have options at point guard, right? They've got three sure. guys that have uh, stepped up and played well at times. So, yeah, and, you know, a... just because one of the 
comes off the bench doesn't mean I mean Bartholomew wound up playing more minutes than Julian Hammond uh, in in that Arizona game anyway. So um, you know Tad Boyle always says it, and you know, but a lot of times the numbers and the minutes uh, you know kind of echo what he says. It, it's not who starts, it's who finishes, and. Uh, you know, regardless who starts, you know, whoever has the hot hand will probably be the guy that winds up playing more minutes anyway. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, a lot on the line uh, for the Buffs, or at least a four seed is on the line for them this weekend. And uh, you know, we'll talk about, you know, next week, we'll preview that Pac-12 tournament and, you know, also kind of wrap up and see where the women, you know, are at that point. So uh, for now, I think that'll do it, Pat, and, uh, you know, have a safe trip out to Salt Lake City this week. Yeah, and you stay out of trouble in Las Vegas, sir. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's a hard thing to do here. I know I know how you like to kind of go out. You like to rattle some cages a little <laughs> bit, so. Yeah, that's me. That's, um, I'm a rattle-the-cage type of guy, but uh, I'll be watching a lot of uh, women's basketball. We'll see if they can uh, hang around for a few days. But um, should be a fun week of uh, CU basketball, and uh, I think that'll wrap it up, Pat. Yeah, and as always, folks, thanks for listening.